How's everyone doing? It's T Rob here with the Biz Pulse. Um, got a great show for you today. Um, and we're talking with Ben Jones, and he has a serial entrepreneur. Um, he's going to talk to us about YouTube ads because he's a genius at that, uh, which everyone needs to know how to produce more leads, right? So, YouTube ads is a great, a great thing. Uh, he's co founded um, Youth and Business, Titan Marketer coaching for experts. The guy has a ton of knowledge and I'm excited to have Ben on. So I'm going to go ahead and bring him in. All right. Hey, Thierry, thanks for having me. Great to be here, guys. And uh, hopefully I can uh, give you guys some cool stuff today and appreciate your attention. Yeah, Ben, thank you for coming on. So tell me a little bit about you, man. Where, where are you located? Who are you? All that good fun stuff. Yeah, so I'm located in uh, Perth, Western Australia, which is probably about the furthest place from America as you could possibly imagine. It's it's kind of an isolated spot. It's nice here, though. I like to go, um, you know, fishing and diving and all that stuff, so it kind of works out pretty nice. Um, a bit of background. Look, obviously, we run Titan Marketer, which, you know, helps businesses scale to, you know, multiple six and seven figures with YouTube ads. We've done over millions and millions of dollars in sales across a wide variety of industries. Uh, with YouTube ads, um, youth in business, another business I run is we teach kids how to start businesses before they finish school. So um, absolutely love that. But yeah, in terms of YouTube, um, basically the backstory for, for how I got involved with YouTube is you know, running all our marketing with Facebook back in the day, spending a lot of money on that. And it just was getting really expensive and wasn't really working out the way that it, it normally did. And uh, we just needed another way out. And this is probably going about five or six years ago. And I was actually running an event and we needed it filled and um you know they took our facebook ad account away as they do i was two weeks out i was like this is ridiculous i was like we need to figure out youtube ads and google ads and stuff and um yeah basically just put someone in my team in, in charge of it and i had to go to china for a couple of weeks so i wasn't even sure how it was going to pan out and then i uh, came back and it was working really good and i was like well let's double down on this and get this get this going <laughs> Uh, and next thing I knew, I was like, I had people saying, oh, hey, how are you doing that? And then I was speaking on stages, talking about it and just helping a bunch of people do it. And I was like, oh, this is obviously a thing. So here we are today. So, oh, that's cool. So, um, so how long have you been, have you had your marketing agency? Uh, so for the, <clears throat> for the agency side, we actually do a lot of consulting as well, probably more than agency these days, um, in either working with bigger brands or, uh, you know, just helping people get from like, how do I get set up and like working them through the process and training their team or employing people to come into their team and run it. Um, agency side actually started in COVID. Um, we were we were doing the consulting side and the event side. And then obviously we weren't allowed to travel. Um, and in Western Australia, they actually locked us in our own state for like, it was like a year and a half. We couldn't even fly out of it if we wanted to. Um, yeah. it or not. So that made it a bit hard to do speaking and things like that. So um, we actually had people screaming for us to do agency. So we started doing, you know, agency for a few key clients and, and it kind of just went from there. So, but yeah, the, obviously the, the consulting business side we've been doing for, you know, way longer than that. So. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, so you talked about the YouTube ads and, and I know that's just probably a piece of what you do, but so, how do you just tell me why a business would really want to start looking on YouTube? Because I think that's really a missing piece that people are not even thinking about. You know, I, I mean, everyone's thinking, let's do Facebook ads and let's do Google, but they, they kind of forget about the YouTube thing. So I'd love to hear your, your take on that. Yeah, I think you're a hundred percent right there. And 
I think the reason is too, they think, oh, I've got to create video ads and, you know, they have to be like TV quality and that's going to be difficult and, you know, all the rest of it. But it couldn't, couldn't be further from the truth. And um, I think really, particularly at the moment with iOS 14 update and all the, all the usual Facebook drama with the tracking and everything and just how crowded it is, I think like 90, over 90% of marketers using Facebook at the moment, uh, whereas, you know, under 10% of marketers and business owners are using YouTube advertising, right? So the platforms are about the same size in terms of daily users and whatever, uh, but there's just so much more space there um, to come over. The other cool thing is like if you're in the US at the moment, like Google ads will literally give you $500 just to get started with them and create an account. And I think that speaks volumes about where the platform is. I mean, if you have a look at all these platforms, they have like an adoption curve, right? So they come on, people just start using them and then, you know, it gets a little bit more matured. And then as it goes all the way over, it ends into the laggard phase. Everyone's there. It's, it's just so um, crowded and it's like a red ocean and all the rest of that, right? That's kind of where Facebook is. And I think, you know, in five years or so, that's probably where five, 10 years, that might be where YouTube ads are as well, right? Um, but if we go back, like, you know, imagine if you had have got into, you know, email marketing back in the 90s or search ads back in the early 2000s or even Facebook a decade ago, they're completely different platforms, right? So mm -hmm. that's, that's where YouTube is today. Like it's, it's just getting started. You know, they're literally giving you money to get started with the platform. Like when was the last time Facebook gave you a couple of hundred dollars to get started, right? Like it's just not, <laughs> not going to happen. So, uh, so yeah, so I mean, that's, that's like one opportunity. One reason would be like the opp just the opportunity side, like hardly anyone's there. It's, you know, prime for the taking. There's a, there's a level of difficulty there and that's where that opportunity is. Like you have to create a video ad. Now the good news is like the video ad literally just has to be like, we teach all our clients to just shoot them off a phone. Mm. <laughs> you know, so yeah. like my ads are short off phone. You think about the content that's on YouTube, right? Like it's not TV studio. It's literally people talking to podcast mics like this or right. uh, like guys on their phone just shooting, shooting video and stuff. And that's exactly... Like that's the type of content you need to create, but you need to create it in a way that actually helps people or, or entertains them in some way because like the YouTube ad platform is way different to Facebook. Facebook's just like scrolling through, you know, getting interrupted while you're looking at what people ate for lunch and cats or whatever. Right? <laughs> you know, like, True. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know, YouTube is, is very much like, you know, we're going there, like typing in how to, or we want to be entertained. Like we want to watch the content we want to watch. And that's where if you're going to create ads and you want them to be successful, it's not so much about the quality of the video. It's about how you format your ad and also how you um, deliver value to people before they get to your landing page. And that's the difference between successful YouTube ads and people who just try and grab stuff on Facebook and put it across and it just doesn't work. Right. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. So just to answer your question, like, yeah, opportunity, it's opportunities there. Like you don't have to create the video, like massive TV videos, which a lot of corporates and things are doing at the moment. And, um, you know, like people perceive that and it's just not the case. So it's just, it's, yeah, just a double whammy opportunity for people to come across. So, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's, it's funny because I'm, you know, I, I, I'm in the consultant world too, on the digital marketing side of things. And, and I deal with a lot of people that still don't get the concept that if you're providing a value in content, regardless of really what it looks like, it's more valuable than some TV commercial, you know, I'm still. And I'm sure you're the same thing. Like, come on, man, use this phone that's so powerful now that you can do everything on. 
so yeah, it's every day. It's I have that same conversation of like, you need to get content done. Come on, come on. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, so what do you do? Like one thing that I heard from you, like is value. Value is a big key. So when you're telling people to do, you know, an ad on Facebook, are you teaching them to like, um, to tell, you know, how they fix a problem or how not more of a, and I, I don't, I don't know YouTube ads very well. So I'm just trying to pick your brain on it. Or is it something where this is my brand and you should buy it. So how, how are, or is it a little bit of both? Yeah. So, um, so with the question being more like, how would I structure a really good YouTube ad and like, what should, what should go in it in terms of value to, to get leads or something like that? Is it, is that yeah. sort of the question yeah. asking? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying my question. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, so yeah, look, the, the way that we do YouTube ads is a little different um, from what I've seen elsewhere. Uh, we have a four part YouTube ad. Now there's probably two YouTube ads that or two types of YouTube ads that are really working well at the moment. Uh, one is the what's called a pre-roll ad. Now, they're the ads where, you know, like you'll be on YouTube watching your content and you've got like five seconds to skip and the whole time you're just like, come on, man, I want to skip and get back to my, <laughs> oh, yeah. get back to my content, right? Uh, now, the cool thing with that is um, what you want to do is have have a really good hook to engage people and like not get them to skip. That's that's like level one of your ad, right? Yeah. So that's pre-roll ads. And usually those ads are on like bigger content, right? Now what you can do is I'm having a bit of some success with the YouTube short ads, which is a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. But basically they're like, you've only got a minute to get it across. So you need to shoot them wrong ways. You can shoot them the other way, it just looks rubbish, but you know, you need to shoot them like up and down and um and get your message across like i think that's just so new like that's just come out in the last little while so uh you know the best way to run those and how to get that out like obviously you're getting rewarded because you're first there sort of thing but um they can be really cool but like other than that like that at the moment it's probably about 20 30 percent of my budgets are playing around with it testing stuff and whatever right Right. But the core of it is is going to be in these pre-roll ads, like the ones that you skip before these five seconds. And there's four parts, right? So the first one is the hook. So that's like getting people in that first five seconds, right? And I think the other thing you need to understand is, well, like how are YouTube ads, how do you, how do you get charged for them, right? And in most cases, you get the first 30 seconds is, is free, right? So you actually get 30 seconds of runtime before you're charged. Now that's cool because I mean, if you compare that to Facebook, like, what are you going to get there? Like, three seconds or fifteen seconds if you do through paid campaigns and you're super lucky, right? Like, yeah. you literally get twice the amount of time to get your message across on YouTube in a paid format than you do anywhere else. And the cool thing is, if they skip, you don't get charged, right? So uh, they literally just show your ads to more related people. So in terms of like getting in front of the right people and how you charge for it, it's probably the best platform out there. Now, the, the cool thing with that is well, what can we learn from that? How do we structure the ads? So the first part of the ad, that first 30 seconds, we have the hook. And then what we like to do is put an elevator pitch in there. Okay. So if you're not familiar with an elevator pitch, it's, it is a, like a sales script where it's really, really tight. But basically, it comes from um, you know, it comes from that whole concept of like if I was working in a high-rise building and I went to the top floor of the building, and I got in the elevator with that CEO and he like went all the way down. I wanted to pitch in my idea, get that promotion, get that project, whatever I want, right? I've only got 30 seconds to do it. Like that's 
that's the concept that we're going for here. So in that first 30 seconds, we want to talk about something like, um, you know, something about like talk about their problem. So for example, I might say something like, you know, let's be honest, um, search ads are super expensive, open rates suck, and Facebook ads are about as reliable as the politicians promise. You know, I might that would be the problem I might say. And then I might say something like, look, you know, um, if you're wanting to learn how to do YouTube ads, you know, and use a system that's generated millions of dollars in sales, all you need to do is click on the button below and you'll be taken to a free training, something like that. So that's like super quick elevator pitch. I probably will be longer than that, but you know, that's the gist of it. And I'll make a very small call to action, like click here, do this, whatever. Okay. And then what I'll do is I'll lead into the story, which is the next part. The story will be like, so here's why YouTube ads are cool. And then I might talk about some cool stuff in the story section of the ad, right? Now, so the first, let's just recap on that. So we have the hook for five seconds. We have the elevator pitch where we want to have like a bit of a pitch and like, you know, we're not getting charged for that first 30 seconds. Then we want to have the story. Now the story is cool because this is where like we can double down on that and really give people some, some of that um, education or entertainment, if you will, like actually provide value, like you were saying before, like into their world. So in this case, what we want to do is like, in this part of, the, of it, we want to create some value. So this is where I'll probably tell people something about YouTube ads that they might not know. So I might say something like, do you know that you can ethically steal your competitors' traffic? You know, you can literally get the people who've gone to your competitors' websites and show them your ads when they go to YouTube. Or I might say something like, you can literally target people by how much money they have. You know, in YouTube, you can actually target people by, you know, the percentage of income that they have. So if they're in the top 10 or 20% or 30%, I might say something like, if you're selling something over $500 or you have a premium product, like why have time wasters in your sales process, right? So in that way, I've got an ad that's, you know, talked about the benefits of like the platform that we're using, but also help them in some way, if that makes sense, right? So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're, they're, the three, they're the three parts, story. And then lastly, you want the close. Now the close has two parts, like one, and the close is sell the click. The other is the end screen, right? So a lot of people forget the end screen. <laughs> so uh, let, let's go over the close. So the close will be something like, so if you'd like to big benefit, like whatever it is, you know, get reliable, um, consistent leads or sales with YouTube ads, you know, all you need to do is click the button below and you'll be taken to a page that looks like this, show them the page. And then you come back to it with a bit of urgency, you know, where this, whatever it is, will run out fast, seats will book, whatever's going to happen. You know, so make sure you, you you check out the page and click the link here. We look forward to seeing it on the other side, right? So that might be like a very abbreviated close. And then what you'll have on the back there is you need to have an end screen. So if you're watching YouTube ads, at the very end, they might have like a graphic that comes up, usually with the page that you're going mm -hmm. to, a graphic of the presenter or whatever. And that needs to go for at least 10 to 15 seconds. Now, the reason for that is because people actually are only listening to you about, you know, three to five seconds behind what you're actually saying because they're going to listen to it then they're going to comprehend it and then they're listening to the next thing and so on so if i just said hey click on my ad now bang and the ad finished i'd be like oh that was cool i missed it now my content's played and you've lost the attention right so having that 10 to 15 seconds people can go oh i can process what you just said and go oh yeah that sounds actually really cool click the button right so that end screen is super super key so four parts just to wrap it up hook Elevator pitch, story, close is how you would format the ad in a way that delivered value to people, helps people, and gets your message across on YouTube.
Very, very inf great information, by the way. So with with that four part, what does that typically look like in lengthwise? I mean, how long of a. Yeah, so in, yeah, 100 percent. So lengthwise, you're looking um, under three minutes, like do not go over three minutes. If you go over three minutes, you'll actually get charged more. Uh, so usually we'll penalize you for it. If you've got like a stellar ad that's five, six minutes long and, you know, it's been proven everywhere and, you know, maybe, you know, and we have seen the longer ads work, but but you've got to be really good. <laughs> it's got to be good. <laughs> right. It can't be too long, but it can be too boring, right? Like you got to hold their attention for that amount of time. So if you're doing something real funny, like um, like some of those really humorous ads that you see in it and it runs for like four minutes long, but you know that you're going to get everyone's attention because people are laughing their heads off the whole time watching it, then yeah, by all means, do a five-minute ad, right? But if you're not like a genius comedic copywriter, stay under, <laughs> stay under three. <laughs> so um, usually like we're finding the best times around about a minute, minute and a half, all the way to about two and a half minutes. Is That's that's kind of the sweet spot. Um, obviously with the YouTube short ads, they have to be under a minute. But um, yeah, that's kind of the time, the timing that, that you're going to want to use. So Okay, cool. And when are you seeing a certain type of business that works better on YouTube or is it just a wide range of different types? Yeah, I look, I think it's, it is a wide range. Like we work with a oh man, name the industry. We pretty much worked in it. Right. Um, but mm -hmm. I think, I think where people go wrong and this isn't only with YouTube ads, this is with just paid ads in general is they actually come to a marketing platform. They don't have something that's going to work. Um, so for example, you should be getting on your paid ads uh, anywhere. Like if you're in e-commerce, you can probably do two times, like spend a dollar, get $2, right? But if you're mm. in any service-based, coaching-based business or whatever, you really need to be minimum three times return on ad spend, right? So what does that mean? Well, if I spend $1 on ads, I need to be making $3 back. And if I'm not doing that, then I can't afford to market basically because you've still got to pay staff, you've still got to like, business overheads, all that stuff. If you're not at three times return on ad spend, like either figure out how to do it or stop running ads, right? So, um, and I can't even tell you the amount of people who come to us and say, hey, look, we're spending $20,000 a month on ads and we're doing, selling this particular thing. And, and I'll say, well, this is not going to work, right? Like no matter what platform you go to right now, that's just not going to work for you. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. And um, we actually have like, we give away a whole bunch of free resources like script, how to write your scripts or the format we we're just talking about, all that stuff. One of the best things I think we actually give people has nothing to do with YouTube ads. It's actually the marketing calculators. So put your mm. business in here, you know, like put the, how much is it costing your click? What is your website conversion rate? You know, what are you selling? Bang, it'll tell you straight away if you're getting like three times return ad spend. And we have ones for all different sales processes and stuff, but that's really key. Like if you've got that bit wrong, it really doesn't matter. Um, but if you've got, like if you're getting a minimum two or three times return ads, and you can see that before you spend ads, then yeah, YouTube ads is going to be the best platform out there because it's just going to give you the cheapest, highest quality leads available yeah. on the market today. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I just wanted to say your website's great, by the way. Uh, I really like it. Uh, <laughs> cool. It's Yeah. We, uh, we so, need to put the free giveaways on the homepage. I haven't got them on there at the moment, but yeah, they're, they're, they are cool. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I wanted to touch on something because when you, when we kind of booked you in, you talked about 
you love uh, talking about how young people can can make money. And, and I love for you to touch on that because, you know, I, I have family, kids. And so it, it kind of it was intriguing to me. So I'd love to hear your take on that. Oh, man, that's like my that's like my passion thing. I love that. Right? So um, basically backstory on that, like my son, uh, when he was eight, like wanted to start it, like wanted to get pocket money and stuff. And we were just like, I don't really want to give kids something for nothing. Right. So how do we do this? And, um, you know, we, he started a little business. He grew some herbs, went around the neighborhood, like knocking on doors or whatever, and made a little business out of it. And then same thing. We had people saying, well, how do you do that? Um, next thing I know, I'm on stage talking about like how to do it. <laughs> And um, the whole thing just exploded, you know, like we were doing like massive events to 800 people in major really? cities. Wow. Yeah, we were doing it in the UK, but then COVID hit. We did it for about seven years, right? Like, so my son now is uh, 14 who started. So this has been going for a while. And um, I think last month I got four kids. Uh, three of them did over $10,000 a month in business last month. Right? Are you serious? That's really incredible. Serious. So that, that's my own kids, right? So like, it's actually really hard because what do you buy kids for Christmas who literally have enough money to buy whatever they want, right? Like it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's a dilemma. Your gifts become more meaningful. But the the cool thing is like like we've had, like the success of it's been really cool. Like the kids have got some really cool results. Like, you know, we've got kids literally leaving school, stepping straight into six-figure businesses. We've got kids hiring their parents to come in to run, you know, same thing, multiple six- or seven-figure businesses. We've got, like, kids buying houses before they're 18. Like, one of our kids wow. wrote a book, like, How I Earn More Money Than My Principal. Like, kids have been on every single media platform. Like, it's just, it's just absolutely insane. And I think what's really cool is we actually have a thing where we just get kids to start with 20 bucks or $20, 20 pounds, like, wherever you're from in the world, right? And um, what they have to do in that first 30 days is literally just turn that $20 into as much sales as they can, right? And they usually do a couple of different things. We, we create like a, it's called a $20 challenge we do with them. Mm. And um, it's really cool. Like it's to see what the kids can actually accomplish in, in 20 days. So when we first did it, we were like, oh, in 30 days, sorry. When we first did it, we were like, you know, if the kids make a hundred bucks here, I'm going to be like stoked, you know? And, um, and most of the kids in that first that first round, I think the highest was like three hundred dollars, right? Uh -huh. Which that's pretty cool. Like if you can learn how to turn twenty dollars into three hundred dollars, like if you're down to your yeah. last twenty bucks, and you know, you know how to turn that into a hundred dollars, yeah. say, yeah. there's no need for welfare or like any poor people on the streets or anything. Right? This is a skill set we need to get in the hands of as many kids as possible. Um, anyway, so that was round one, and then what happened next was literally like each each time like the kids wanted to beat the previous record it was kind of like that five minute mile thing and i think the record today is like well over five thousand dollars in a 30-day period of kids just getting out there and selling stuff and like wow. most kids today do well over a thousand dollars in their first month off twenty dollars because we've sort of refined the system a little um and that's doing things they're actually passionate about right like so my whole thing is like if kids learn how to start businesses or like run businesses and understand the financial education side of that, right? Mm -hmm. Like worst case, like even if they finish school and they want to be doctors or lawyers or whatever, how much better are they going to be in their marketplace? Because they know how the business is run, like what's actually yeah. going on there, right? Like even if they're not, and, and let's say that they go and start a business and then they don't become millionaires, but it's something that they're passionate about. They're never going to have to work a day in their lives. They're literally just getting paid to do things that they enjoy. So, um, yeah, I absolutely love, like, 
helping kids with youth and business is like the funnest thing ever. So yeah, that's a that's amazing. I thought you just kind of had this little like ah, but no, you you've grown this into something huge. And and it's funny you say that because I I, I wish my wife and I were talking yesterday and we we're walking about our school systems lacking in that you know like they come out of their school and they know nothing about money, how to start a business, how to, you know, they don't get any of that. So hats off to you for what you're doing because youth need it so bad. Oh man, the school system just really fails kids. Like I, I'm not a fan of the de-education system. Like my, my kids actually go to a high-end private school, but I don't send them there for the education. I send them there for the peer group. Right. And like people think that's elitist yeah. or whatever. Oh, okay. You can think that that's fine. Um, but you know, the thing is like, you know, them learning calculus or them learning how to run, you know, a profit or loss sheet. I know which one's going to be like, <laughs> way more handy for, oh yeah, more than in their life. And it's not the calculus, right? So um, yeah, the school system, like the problem with the school system, it's literally just founded on stuff from like hundreds of years ago where they needed better soldiers and, and better workers, right? With the turn of the industrial revolution. And the, it hasn't changed, you know, like literally they're just, if you go to school, they're literally just going to be like, what job do you want? You know, yeah. there's no conversation of like, hey, what do you think you could create or help or add value to society? Like that never happens. And worse, like at best case, because here's the other thing I get on that. As I get people go, well, my school has a entrepreneurial thing or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Let me guess. They go and they start a little market. They sell some stuff at the school and they learn how to do like a ridiculous business plan that takes like a month to do before they make any sales. I'm like, and then on top of that, all the money that they make, they give to charity or they give back to school. They've learned nothing about business there except how to do a very long um, business plan that took forever to make sales. You actually provide them with the traffic because everyone comes to their stores. They haven't actually learned how to sell anything. And at right. the best case, they haven't got to keep any of the money because all of the money has just gone straight back into a not-for-profit type situation. I was like, what did they learn there? That you actually didn't teach them anything. If anything, you did some harm. Like, they need to be out there selling and promoting themselves and learning how the money side of it works and all of that. Like, no, anyway, yeah. don't get me started. No, it's, it's again, amazing what you're doing. I mean, I, I wish more people were, you know, doing what you're doing uh, because it's, it, it, it's sad to see. I mean, it really is. Um, you know, I mean, the only positive thing about school system in general is people are kind of pushing people towards more technical type training, which I think is a little better than just, I'm not, a, I'm not all negative towards college, but you know how that is. You go to college and you come out of college the same way as you do high school. You're like, okay, what do I do now? I didn't learn anything. <laughs> so <laughs> what, what is this thing they call life in the real world? Yeah. It's, um, yeah. And you know, look, if kids want to go be like engineers or robotic specialists or like whatever's, you know, like you have to go get a higher education to make that yeah. a reality. Yeah. Right. Um, but, you know, realistically, like all the people in whatever field they pick, if they can run a business in that and also be trained in it, like, you know, the, the doctor with the surgery or the, you know, the guy who can do code who owns the coding company or whatever, like they're the guys that are making money here, right? So, um, you know, even if they don't want to do that, like at least they understand how, how it all works, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I'm um, a big, big fan of getting, just getting kids out there learning to sell stuff and, like even just to look other kids, other adults in the eye and have a conversation and sell a product. Like, like if they just got that one thing, like the ability for a teenager today to look another adult in the eye and promote or sell something, 
or even just have a conversation. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're stuck, they're stuck on these and, and they can't even talk anymore. So yeah, yeah. I agree with you 100%. So I'm sorry to get you off on that, but I, I saw that come through and I just had to ask you about it. So thank you. for. Oh, man, I, I can talk about that. that for like four hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can tell that's your passion. So it's really cool. Um, but I do want to touch back on YouTube ads if you don't mind. Cause it, Oh uh, yeah. It, yeah. Let's, let's get back. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for, for a company, a small company that's maybe going to try YouTube ads, is there like a budget that, you know, like don't waste your time if you don't have this much or. Yeah. Um, you feeling? Yeah, no, I don't think so. So I think what you need to have sorted out is you need to have a marketing budget, right? So like, if you come to, if you say, oh, look, you know, we, we just want to spend a thousand bucks and see what happens, you know, that's cool. But, you know, what you probably want to have a look at is, you know, is, is do you have a thousand dollars a month for the next three or four months? Like that's probably what you're looking for or a couple of hundred dollars or $200 or whatever. I mean, at the moment, literally they're giving you $500 to get started anyway. So why wouldn't you just mm. get started with that? Right. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing, like, let's say, for example, that your marketing budget was, say, $1,000 a month, uh, which it may not be, right, but just for easy numbers, mm -hmm. um, what you'd want to do in your first month or so is probably spend only like two or $300 if you're just getting started and you don't have a set. Like, if you're, it depends on what level you're coming at. Like, if you're coming from Facebook or something, you're like, we're already spending money here. You can take kind of like the messaging that's working there, create some good YouTube ads around it and similar targeting but like on steroids on youtube and you can kind of like make that work much quicker right but if you've got a brand new landing page brand new offer no audience tested no ads tested like you need to come in at a, at a lower level so come in at maybe you know 10 20 50 bucks a day or something like that and, and just start testing some stuff seeing which ads work see which audiences are working right yeah um, now once you've once you've got something that works and it'll probably take like two or three, two weeks, two, three weeks to make that happen. If you're just getting started, that's when you double down. So we call that our test testing phase. What you want to do there is once you've got some audiences and some ads that are working and the conversion rate, your landing pages, it's all happening. Um, and now you, let's say you spend $500, whatever, and you waste $400 on stuff that didn't work, but you're able to find a hundred dollars worth of stuff that did, mm -hmm. right? That's an extreme example, but you know, the great thing there is that the next round you can like dump another $500, but just put it all on the part that worked, right? Now within that part, you do the 80-20 on that, like, okay, well, this was working, but, you know, this here worked even better. And it just starts to snowball on itself, right? So within a within a month, you should have definitely stuff working and bringing in sale, like profitable sales and leads on that lead conversion. Um, and if you're just getting started and, and get started small, like, Start small, build it up. When you've got stuff that's working, scale. A cool thing with YouTube that you just don't have anywhere else, well, kind of with search, but is you can scale quite quickly, right? So mm -hmm. like on Facebook, you know, I only put 10% in a day and, you know, if you're lucky, you won't get ad fatigue and then you put another ad in and then it won't be as good as the first one and the whole thing will implode on itself. Like you don't have that same problem. So what you have more on um, on YouTube is you can actually run the same ad if it's working for like, you know, three to six months. And I think that's what will happen is you're just, if your audience size is super small, it, they'll get bored of it eventually. But 
you don't have the same, you're not penalized in the algorithm, right? As long as the ad's working, they're like, yeah, let's just keep that rolling. And, um, and so that's really the big difference. Like you can scale really, really quickly with YouTube. So if you've got something that's working really well and you want to go from say a couple of hundred dollars to a couple of thousand dollars within a month period or within a, a week or two, you can, you can do that pretty quick. Right. So, um, so scale on YouTube is like the best thing ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, so it's, it's kind of really cool. So yeah. So just start Yeah, I guess to answer your question, start really, really small, right? Like if you're just getting started, like, you know, 10, 20, depending on your niche, 50 bucks a day, maybe, um, find some stuff that's working over a couple of weeks, double down on that. And then, then scale. If you're already coming in, like you're already running marketing, you've already got a proven sales process. You can probably come in with like, you know, thousands of dollars if you want, or if, you know, if you're a company that's dumping like, um, hundred K a month or 50 K a month on ads, you can come in a lot more heavier, right? So you can just come in, maybe with, you'd start with five or 10 K in your first month, pick what's working and then double down on that. So it's the same principle. It's just bigger math, right? So, right. Yeah. So with, with your consulting that you guys do, are you, are you, uh, instructing people to, you know, diversify in their marketing plan? Are you saying, Hey, put it all to YouTube or are there percentages that you're working with or every, every business is different? Yeah. So, I mean, we, we just specialize in YouTube is, okay. uh, we, we used to do <coughs> search and shopping and all of that as well. And we even did Facebook for a while. And, um, the thing was we ended up, even when we were doing all platforms, you know, mm -hmm. 80% of the budget always ended up in, in YouTube because it was just beating everything else. Right. So, okay. um, so then we were like, look, let's just, you know, let's just double down on, on the YouTube front. And, you know, that's where most of my budget goes to. Like we do marketing on all the other platforms we do Facebook ads and, you know, whatever else, but over 80% of our budget is living in YouTube at the moment. Right. Cause it's just like, I really like, I don't, I'm not loyal to YouTube, right? It's just what's working right now. <laughs> so, um, you know, like, like I said, in another five or 10 years, you know, it's probably going to be like, you know, TikTok's probably going to finally figure their stuff out or there'll right. be some new ad platform that doesn't even exist today. That's going to be like the next big thing. And you know, hardly anyone's going to be there and 10% of businesses are there and they're giving you money to get on the platform. Right. So like, I really don't care where the, where the leads come from they just have to be good and work and, you know, be cheaper than everywhere else. Right. So, and that's for us is yeah. where YouTube is. So. Okay, cool. Cool, man. Um, so what is, um, what's maybe a favorite, uh, productivity hack that you use that you could share with like entrepreneurs because we have a, entrepreneurs that watch us so is there something that you use that maybe is like hey you need to use this or anything um, like that? yeah so productivity wise um i probably the biggest hack that i ever had was um learning how to hire really cool people and i know that sounds really cliche so i'm gonna add on that a little so um at the moment like we've we basically just build a massive, like a, a good team overseas, right? So we have a really good um, team in the Philippines. We have some Australian stuff as well, but, you know, basically what we've been able to do, like I think we have, I think it's 11 or 12 people at the moment in the Philippines, that number fluctuates. Mm -hmm. What's really cool with that is um, when I first started doing it, I sucked, right? Like sucked so hard <laughs> at like just just hiring people from overseas and then like having to manage everything they did. And I was just like, man, it's just quicker if I do it myself and everyone on Fiverr was rubbish. And like, it was just so annoying. Right. Um, yeah. And then we ended up moving 
into more like the online jobs like platform he gets and just hiring some really good quality people um but i guess like for me like if you if you've got a business that's got like this really starting to move and you're like how do we get like lots of staff to help us with this at a good price that you know a really good high-end quality people and what probably the best thing i ever did um was i went and hired a really good operations manager like that was my first port of call mm. so getting well after getting it wrong for like five years um i was like you know i spoke to another guy who figured it out he's like what you want is you want to have a really good operations manager and they're like the point the tip of the spear and i was like okay so basically i spent like two weeks just interviewing people and i wanted someone who had you know run a multiple seven figure like operations of a multiple seven figure business managed staff of like 60 people you know like um, the guy got it like helped run ads for like grant cardone and like some of the big names out there and you know managed i think it was 70 people or something like that and i said to him look man come work for me for two weeks what do you charge it was, it was like really expensive for philippine prices but i was like i'm looking for a team of people i want to build a thing out can you help me do it and um he helped me do it and like we i think at one point we had 20 staff we've come back to about like wow. somewhere between 11 or 12 or something and um they're just all killers right like because he's he's connected with all the like top end people in in the space and basically what happens now is like like i'm running a couple of different businesses i'll get on a call with him for literally like 15 20 minutes a day and i'll just be like where's all this at and he'll be like yep this is all here he manages all the stuff does all this stuff. we got other people who manage different parts of the business and managers and stuff as well but that was the best thing like i can manage a team of say you know 15 people in 20 minutes of my time and everything gets done all the deadlines get met having systems and processes in the business like like as far as a life like a, a scale like like an efficiency hack like that to me is just being invaluable because i think with entrepreneurs one of the biggest things that we have is we have these good ideas we have these things we want to execute but there's a there's a delay between like how quickly we can get that idea and turn it into actual reality and if yeah. you want to do that you need people like people is the answer to that and um i think we all struggle as entrepreneurs to figure out how to build a really good team um i've just been lucky enough to come the other side of it and by lucky i mean like you know rolling around in the dirt catching fire getting it wrong for like <laughs> half a decade right so like, yeah but like if i could have talked to myself back then like it would have been like you know hire hire a really good like operations manager and maybe like social media manager or like a manager that can manage other things in your business because <clears throat> and they can get the people that you need right so yeah uh, that to me was that was to me was invaluable because being an entrepreneurial type i can just get the things that i want done check in on them without actually having to do every single little thing right so yeah um yeah so i don't know if that's that's just what's worked for me anyway so yeah no that's great that's great advice um as an entrepreneur you know we all have these ideas but then trying to put those together it takes takes people that to do the work, you know, and a lot of, a lot of times I think we forget that. And a lot of stuff I deal with is, is from what I'm seeing is entrepreneurs like to hire people that's exactly like them and they don't get a different skill set or, or a different communicator. And it's like, well, you've got 10 people in here. They're all just like you. No wonder you're struggling. A hundred percent. That was a, that was a hard lesson to learn too. So <clears throat> yeah find people who have the skills that you don't have right so yeah. um and or even better like f suited to the role that you need them to do you know so if, if you've got like someone who's dealing with numbers and analytics and stuff like that like 
they need to be very number driven and, and precise and attention to detail. Like you don't want your creative guy who creates your videos and does your graphics anywhere near managing your ad. <laughs> like yeah, they're just two different, right. two different things. So yeah. yeah. Cool. So people, anyone that's uh, you know, I always try to give a little bit of career advice on here as well. So uh, if somebody's wanting to get into the type of work that you do, what would that road look like? What would you suggest they do? Yeah, look, um, if you want to, uh, if you want to get into the type of work that we do, like, I guess the first thing is be good at what you do <laughs> before you start. <laughs> uh, particularly in this industry, in the advertising industry, the marketing industry, or whatever, there are just so many pirates out there. Who have no idea. Like, we get contacted every day from people who are like, "I have these clients. I don't know how to manage them. Can you?" Can you deal with them? And like the answer for us is always no, because it never ends well. So, um, <laughs> right, like, so you be like step one: be good at what you do, right, and and be willing to give people value, like give stuff away that actually helps people. Um, yeah. And you'll find like the more that you give, the more that they'll come. So, like, get good at what you do. So, like, if you want to do YouTube advertising, for example, get good at it. Like, be willing to work for free. We actually did when we first started with doing some Google ads, like agency wise i was like i don't want to be like every other agency and so we actually had like a we'll work for free for two weeks you only pay us if we get results right and we built like a you know multiple six-figure agency just off that we do not do that anymore but um you know that was a really good way for us to start like if you're just getting started in the space like go help people for free and get them actual results and they will love you forever right so yeah um so we we did that for you know a number of months just to get the word out and then we, we had to turn it off like it was just freaking crazy and um and you know we we're like we, we don't do that anymore like that that type of agency model is not for us you know where we really want to double down on the, the consulting side and stuff like that and any agency clients we have today are usually like like bigger clients right so um like really like if, if you wanted agency from us you would have to be spending like Ten twenty thousand dollars a month minimum for us to even look at your account, and we don't take everyone who applies. And even for the consultancy, like we're at a point now where, like, if, even if you apply for us, we we may not take you. Like, we only take the people we really want to work with, right? And mm -hmm. so, how do you get from, you know, not knowing, like, you know, being new in the space to getting to that? Is is being good at what you do for a start, being able to market your own stuff. And being able to like really help people and word of mouth if you're really good at what you do word of mouth will sort you out anyway right yeah. so yeah. um so yeah i can't stress that enough like be good at what you do don't like you know um don't just be go out there and promise the world and deliver you know a handbag like <laughs> and the problem is a lot of a lot of marketers out there well, not a lot, but in the industry, there is a lot of that, right? So oh, yeah. you just have to talk to 10 business owners and there'll be a bunch of them that have been burnt by people who just don't know what they're doing, right? So mm -hmm. so like if nothing else, just be good and and give people lots of value for free and you'll find that people will come to you from far and wide, right? So Yeah, great, great advice, man. Um, one, one last question. Is there three books that you recommend? Oh, books. Um <laughs> Yeah, I can I can do books. I'm a massive fan of books, right? So uh, I'll just go off some that I've like read recently that have been okay. really cool. Um, so I really like Alex Hormozy, like he's just dead set legend. Uh, so his hundred million dollar offers, like um, definitely check that out. Um, that's that's really cool. 
Um, he's probably one of my favorite guys to follow. Uh, in terms of other books, look, I like anything from Grant Cardone. Love him or hate him. His, his content's good. If you're just getting started into the internet space, like anything from Russell Brunson is is a decent read. Um, realistically, though, like if you're wanting to like learn some stuff about like um, kids or stuff like that, like uh, obviously Rich Dad Poor Dad's a great place to start. If you're looking mm-hmm. more like philosophy, I really like Atlas Shrugged um, from Ayn Rand. I think that's a book everyone should read before they leave school. Um, so, I mean, there's there's a bunch of books there that, that, I mean, I could go on for ages, but um, <laughs> but read books, right? Like, hello, like we have Audible on our phone. Like, it's not hard to read books. Uh, I don't care how busy you are. Like the top CEOs or whatever read a bunch of books, right? So like, well, like I don't actually read a lot of books anymore. Like a bunch on the thing behind me. Yeah. But yeah. Audible is Audible is my friend. Like I'll smash a book easily, a book or two in a month, um, without trying very hard. So yeah, read read books. Yeah. Read books, everybody. <laughs> so, um, so where can our listeners find you? Is this a good yeah. website I've got up there that they can check you guys just, out? Yeah. So Titan's a Titan, Titan marketer with an ER at the end is uh, not Titan marketing, Titan marketer uh, is, is probably where you check us out. If you wanted to learn anything about YouTube, uh, we do actually, we do like a live training at the moment once a week uh, where we actually answer people's questions who come on. We give away heaps of resources like uh, all that. Like if you want to do those scripts, like we give away all the script templates, um, you know, how to do your targeting templates, like all this stuff just for free to get people started because we nice. know that we can help people, you know, at the other end of that, right? So if you're interested in that, jump on the live training. We give away heaps of cool stuff. Um, get you guys started with YouTube ads. Um, on the youth in business side, um, yeah, just literally go to Youth in Business. We give away 101 ideas to get kids started. And we also have, again, some live free training that my wife and I do once a week, um, which works for, just helps kids get started, shows them what's possible. I show you some of the case studies of kids doing like ridiculous stuff and how you can model that and, and put that into, you know, um, getting your kids like literally get them to be self-sufficient and live life on their terms, right? So yeah. Um, so both of those things, look, if you wanted to connect with me personally, you can check me out just on LinkedIn. You can just type in Ben Jones and I know there'll be like a million that come up, right? <laughs> so, uh, or Benjamin Jones. I can't remember which ones my social guys are using at the moment, but, and just type in like youth in business or Titan marketer. You can do the same into Google, Ben Jones, Titan marketer or YouTube or something and um, I'll pop up. And yeah, it'd be great to connect with you guys, um, with whoever's listening. Hopefully, you know, I can provide some value in your world and, and help you get where you want to go. Cool. Well, Ben, thank you so much for coming on the Biz Pulse. Um, very nice to meet you. Uh, I learned a lot myself, so I appreciate that. And and I'm still, I'm still blown away by what you're doing for the youth and with the youth. And uh, so, if I can bring you over and get you in the school systems, are you okay with that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> man, look, thanks. For, thanks for having me. But the school systems are dead, right? Like, um, uh, we, it sounds funny. Like, we actually we had the same thing. We had someone in Australia really push us to get into the schools. And I went and met with them, right? But the problem is they're just so regulated and retarded. I don't know yeah. if I use that. It's not very PC. It's not a nice <laughs> word. I shouldn't have used it, but they're just absolutely ridiculous. And um, I think, you know, they're just limited. Like I'll go in there and be like, Hey, we should do it like this. And they're like, no. And I'm like, yeah. okay, you're dead to me. See you bye. Right. So, yeah. So I think honestly, I think like the school system is, 
is broken beyond repair in that front. So I think really the best way to, to do it, like literally just like, honestly, just give them 20 bucks and tell them to go out and sell a bunch of stuff and see how much they make in the first month. Like they'll learn so many lessons like from that. If you want to be of a structure around it, you can check our stuff out or whatever, but um, yeah, just get them to be entrepreneurial. Like start them off with a small goal. Every kid wants something, right? So like whether mm-hmm. it's a, I don't care what it is, an iPhone, a Nintendo Switch, or usually it's some gadget in today's world, right? right? right. And um, just you think about like how much money does that really cost? A couple hundred dollars in most cases. But kids could literally bake something in the kitchen, go on Facebook to their mom and dad's account and be like, hey, we're selling cookies or whatever, whatever. I guarantee you'll make a couple hundred dollars right there. They can buy the thing that they want and they've just learned a valuable skill in how to actually work for something and get it and sell, right? Like, yeah, it, it doesn't even have to be very difficult, right? Yep. Or get them to go door knocking. That's my favorite thing to do with kids who've never sold before is go get them to talk to strangers and knock on doors. Like go with them, like walk down the street with them. <laughs> but don't like, don't knock on the door with them. Like give them a bit of a pitch and get them to go out there. And it's funny, like my son who was like eight when he first started doing that, I think it's the best thing you do with kids get them door knocking is he was like, I had to give a, a talk at our church. And um, he's like, oh, I have to give this talk. I'm so worried about it. I'm like, dude, you go knocking on doors and sell stuff. Like, what are you worried about? And he's like, oh, yeah, but selling is easy. And what? I was like, could you, could you imagine having that mindset like before wow. you were even 10 that selling is easy but talking in front of a crowd is difficult, you know, like it's usually the complete other way around. Right. So, um, yeah, I love it. I could talk about that all day. I won't keep going on about it. But get your kids out there, get them to start a business and um, – Thanks, Tara, for having me on, man. You've been a star and uh, hopefully we've been able to help your listeners in any way possible and give them some some valuable information. Thank you so much, Ben. I'll have you back on soon. Take care of yourself. Okay, thanks, Sam. All right, that was Ben Jones. Uh, great, great uh, content tonight. Uh, not only about YouTube ads, but about uh, youth and business and, and teaching teaching young people that, I think the value of money, but how to produce more money and how to be self-sufficient because when they come out of school districts or whatever systems, they, they don't teach that. And, you know, that's a lesson that you'll have and take forever with you and they'll get them further probably than any book would, honestly. Uh, so I want to thank Ben again for being on, uh, guys, we'll be back Thursday, uh, night, same time, same place. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, I will catch you next time on The Business.